Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Treetop Tour Podcast. I am your host, Leek, and you know what I like to do here. I like to keep it told about all topics, no matter how big or how small. Now, as usual, I'd like to take the time out to thank each and every one of you for listening in. Now that I got that out of the way, let's get to the shit. So pour yourself a glass, pour yourself a blunt. Tonight we got some things to discuss. Alright folks, so um, first off, how y'all feeling tonight? Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. Me, myself, smoked a little runts, took a nap. I feel great. Now, um, tonight's show, I wanted to talk about fake black outrage. What is fake black outrage, you ask? Well, to me, fake black outrage is... It's like when Man Man gets um, arrested for shooting half the neighborhood. And then uh, then you get the... um. The free man man people. A free man man. He didn't do nothing. No. no free man man. He's a good guy. He's my guy. Like That's fake black outrage to me, right? Like when you know a person isn't the best person they can be and they're being punished for it or whatever whatever penalty, whatever price they're paying, whatever penance for their behavior. And you say things like, oh, they don't deserve that. Well, why is it happening to them? And, oh, uh, that's fake black outrage to me. Now, why do I bring up fake black outrage? Because, um, as many of you know, the Olympics had a, um, I would call it a, a hiccup. I wouldn't even call it an incident because it's, it's not that serious. The young lady, Shikari Richardson. She recently lost her mom. She smoked some weed to ease her pain and ended up testing positive for marijuana and was subsequently suspended for 30 days in the Olympics, right? So she still would have been eligible to perform in them, I think, some upcoming games in Tokyo. But now she's been removed from that list. And I want to get into that because I do believe the fake black outrage may have played a part in that. Now, I do want to preface this um, topic by saying I applaud Shikari Richardson and I appreciate her for showing poise in the moment and taking responsibility for her actions. Because um, black Twitter, Instagram, black Facebook, it was a shit show. Excuse my French, but it was a shit show. I watched parents, like I've watched parents with children Shikari's age be so naive and ignorant to the fact that this young lady is an Olympian. She's not your kid on the corner with a blunt. She's not you on your couch with a blunt. She is an Olympic athlete, which means she is held to a standard greater than. You understand? So, um, like I said to a friend of mine when we had this conversation, I said it's a 30 day suspension. She didn't lose anything. Hell, there's nothing to even compete in 
during these next 30 days. So her serving this 30 day just 30 day suspension was no big deal. She would have still been reinstated in time to compete in what was it, the Tokyo Games. But now she's removed off that list. Like I said, I believe it's because of fake black outrage. You know, like I said, the internet was on fire with it. You had folks with the, oh, it's just weed. Let her run. I think I seen um, the mellow ball say something like, if it ain't crack, let her run track. Like, he tried to make a rhyme or whatever. That was clever. That was clever of him. But I'm just saying, everybody jumped on this subject and attacked it like it was such a racial thing that it was disgusting to me. And I'm a black guy. And I was appalled by the shit I seen black people saying. Like, I'm looking at them like, this is why some of these communities are the way they are. Like, think about it. I was born in 1980, right? So I know how the kids, I know how my peers came up. I've witnessed children from the 1990s. I've witnessed them. That generation ain't shit. Pardon my French. But that generation is terrible. It's terrible. You would think my generation, the generation of crack babies and things of that nature, you would think we'd be terrible. No. It's the crack babies that came after the crack babies that are terrible. These 90s kids, because they feel so entitled to everything and then they just, it's like the... It's like their emotions is the badge to do whatever the fuck they feel like doing at whatever moment. Like, And then you get dumbass parents who condone this shit. But I get it. Because it's the kids who were born in the fucking 90s who got kids now. So it's all starting to make a little bit of sense to me. Like, you got a generation of kids that said, fuck the rules, fuck you, leave me alone, ain't got no respect for nobody being parents now. And they just condoning their kids' actions. Like, think about it. I was in the store one time where a little kid stole some cookies. Like, he didn't store with his mother. He steals the cookies. The guy behind the counter says, hey, you got to pay for those. The mother had a whole fit. My son ain't stealing shit. And they cursed the man out. Even though the kid was stealing the cookies. Because he didn't, he didn't say, mommy, pay for these. He just grabbed the damn cookies. Maybe maybe he didn't know any better. I'm just going to go on the air. Maybe he didn't know any better. But the fact that the guy behind the counter tried to make things right and got cursed out for it goes to show. These parents ain't shit. Pardon my French. But these parents, man, you can't sit there and condone your kid being an ill-mannered, ill-tempered child. Like There's no justification for that. You as a parent should be instilling respect in your child, poise, character, all of these traits that make that make them a um a conducive what do you call it? A conducive member of society. Like y'all raising fucking ministers to society and they getting fucking mad for motherfuckers saying your kid being a menace. Like, yeah, it starts at home. Right? But I see some of these parents. Oh, it's just weed. 
Uh, it's racist. Oh, they're only doing that because she black. They don't like her hair. They don't like her nails. They don't like that it's an all black team or something like that or whatever. Listen, the reality is this. Like I said, this is the Treetop Tour Podcast. We're not going to short you on any fucking thing. The reality of the situation is this. Shikari Richardson signed a contract to be an Olympic athlete. Right? So I don't give a fuck if weed is legal on the moon. If they have an Olympic Games on the moon, guess what? Fucking aliens won't be smoking no weed. Let me see, like I said, I appreciate Shorty for stepping up and being an adult in the room and saying, you know what? I made a poor decision. I'm going through something and I know what I did wasn't the best choice, but it's what I had at the moment. I appreciate that. I appreciate that shit 10 times out of 10 on any rainy day. But you got the parents trying to make excuses. Oh, but it's legal. Oh, and that's so stupid. It's only weed. It ain't steroids. It ain't this. It ain't that. Yeah, it ain't none of those things, but she signed the contract. If the contract say I can't write with a blue pen for 10 months, then guess what? I can't write with a blue pen for 10 months. I mean, she understood that. That's why I didn't understand why some of these parents didn't understand it. Like, I, I looked at some of the posts and I seen some of the sentiment behind it. I'm like, they just don't get it. Like, they just don't get it. Like, there's a time and a place for everything. Like, I would challenge any of those parents who said it's just weed to go stand in front of their job before clocking time, smoke some fucking weed, smoke a whole fat blunt. Then walk your ass right in your jaw, walk straight to your boss office, let him see and smell you, and you have that conversation with him about, it was just weed, get over it. See what he do to you. Because he might not care what you do in your personal time, but when you want his time, you got to abide by his rules. And for the foreseeable future, she's an Olympian. She's got to abide by the Olympic rules, which means no drugs. Like, I think I seen somewhere where they, they had a guy, like, um, he had to notify them about, like, taking an aspirin or some shit. So, like, when they find out his, his bloodstream or whatever, they won't question him for doping or whatever. Or even they had to give him the aspirin or something like that. Some wild shit. But that's crazy. It's crazy that we got parents out here with children who are that young lady's age, if not somewhere near this young lady's age, assuming that she got done bad she didn't get done bad in my opinion she got let off easy like we gotta stop beating this this this, this oh beating that drum with the oh if it was a white person this if it was a white person that like i'm only jacking that shit for crime like murders and shit like that and fucking scams and shit like we 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 gotta stop acting like White people ain't getting penalized out here too. They are. Bernie Madoff. Biggest scam I ever know in my life. I don't care about them PPP frauds and shit. Bernie Madoff made off with the money. He he had the he had the right last name for the shit he was doing. He made off of people money. Bernie Madoff. 
Like, if his name was not Madoff, right? You just said this sentence right here. Bernie made over to everybody money. And it's him. Flows right off the tongue, right? Bernie made off with everyone's money. Nobody told my Bernie no more. Man, dad, and all that, but nobody told my Bernie no more. But he's the biggest scammer I know. But we out here talking about all the black people who scamming for the PPPs and shit, right? We want to make a taboo for them. Right now, back to Shikari. 30 days. She still retains her Nike sponsorship. She didn't lose a dime. She pretty much just got told to stay home for a month. Which was something she probably was going to do anyway. Because like I said, I don't think there's any games to participate in until the Tokyo games or something. But Michael Phelps. Let's talk about Michael Phelps. Since I've seen some other folks commenting on Michael Phelps like see like I said see me here on this on this podcast I would like to retain at least 60 to 70 percent information because I'm not gonna get everything right I know I'm not I'm human so if I got 60 to 70 percent of the knowledge I think I can fairly speak on it not extensively but fairly and then it leaves room to be corrected. So whatever I may have gotten wrong or didn't know, someone can chime in and correct me or inform me. And then I would fill in that blank and then I would know. And then I can have a complete body for this conversation. But um, other people just seem like, like they don't need the information. Just, they're just going to go for motion alone like... I, 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 I want to get into this too. I want, I want to talk about this guy because he's he's someone we're gonna speak about before this podcast is over tonight. But we're gonna talk about him. But you can't jump out the window without without like at least seventy percent of the facts, right? So they say um. They say Michael Phelps got let off easy or Michael Phelps didn't face any punishment. Like there was no penalization for Michael Phelps in the weed. Well, to my recollection, let me let me speak on what I remember about that. I remember Michael Phelps. Um, I remember him being suspended for three months, 90 days. That's two more months than Shikari, right? I remember that. I also remember that Michael Phelps lost his endorsement deals. He lost his Wheaties deal. I think the man lost everything, right? Now here's the part that's gonna kick you in your butt. Michael Phelps never tested positive for marijuana. Michael Phelps was seen in the photograph Smoking marijuana. Mind you, this was in between Olympic Games. Yeah, that really happened. That really, really happened. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me see. Um, 
I believe it was 2009. But it was after the 2008 Olympic Games. So somebody leaked a picture of him. Smoking weed. I guess the man got investigated. And that's how he ultimately lost everything. But he didn't test positive for weed during the games. After the games or any point. They're in. They're out. But he lost everything. And the man had what? 12 gold medals or something like that? He lost everything. This young lady hasn't lost a thing. And the black community is so outraged behind this shit. Like Like the girl didn't make a mistake. Like she made a mistake. She owned up to it. She said, yeah, it was a mistake on my part. I'm going through some things. Unfortunately, here's what I had at the time to deal with it. I'll do better next time. I learned from this. Case closed. We didn't need Gabrielle Union and whoever the fuck else getting on Twitter, anywhere else they got on, and beating the horn. Oh, oh, this is racism. Oh, this ain't right. Oh, it's just weed. Oh, oh, all of that. They got to start holding these children accountable. Like, look at the state of the world we're living in right now with these children. They're highly emotional, don't know why. They don't know how to deal with their emotions. They don't know what to do with their emotions. All they know to do is lash out. Lash out, lash out, lash out. And when you're coming from a parent who knows nothing but the same thing, then you're fucking doomed. I mean, the grandkid gonna be just like the parent and the grandparent. Ignorant And Ignorance isn't going to help our situation It's not going to help The black communities at all To remain ignorant Or be um, selectively ignorant Because that's what I would like to call it Because Sometimes y'all just choose shit to be ignorant about Like come on you can't be sitting there Saying free Ray Ray When Ray Ray done shot half the fucking neighborhood you think the people that got shot want to see Ray Ray free? Especially if they ain't criminals, like if he just victimized their asses? Nah, they want to see Ray Ray ass in jail. Because he earned it. So my thing is, I'm all for my community, right? But I do believe when someone earns some shit, they own some shit. Right? So if I earn this ass whooping, you give it to me, I own an ass whooping. Shorty made a mistake She owned up to it She's paying her penance She cool with it So why aren't we? Why is everybody so pissed off That this young lady was suspended for 30 fucking days When it didn't even matter She was suspended for these 30 days There was nothing to do for these 30 days She could have been home watching Beavis and Butthead For 30 fucking days for all we know Wouldn't have made a lick of difference but now, in my opinion, all of the attention that was drawn to this made it so that they took off the list for the um, Tokyo Games. Because it looked like she was perfectly fine a week ago when this thing happened. But it, like I said, everybody made this national news on black Twitter and things of that nature. Like, I wasn't seeing this placid all over the news. They reported on it and moved on. That was it. That was the whole report. Yeah. Girl test positive marijuana. Yada yada. Thirty days. She'll be back later. Next story.
black people chose to no 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 go back to that right there let's talk about that right there again that's not right we did that we wanted to examine and delve into the fact that this young lady made a mistake owned up to it and they penalized her correctly in my opinion because they didn't take anything away from her they just told her go cool your jets for 30. I'm cool with that. Hell, let you get in trouble with your employers and they tell your ass, instead of firing you, you was cool with that right there. You don't even need to hear no more. Instead of firing you, this is what we gonna do. We gonna park you up for 30. When everybody ain't mad no more, we bring you right on back. It's like you never even left. All y'all say, you know what? I take that deal. You ain't gotta be out here looking for a job now. You ain't gotta look for a job that's paying what you just was making. You ain't gotta do none of that shit. You just gotta go sit home for four fucking weeks and then bring your ass back and act like you know better. Cool. Where do I sign up? But like I said, the parents just was like the shit was nasty work. That they, they they was they were so ignorant about the fact that this young lady isn't in her living room smoking weed. She's she's an Olympian. She's an Olympian in her living room smoking weed. She shouldn't be doing that. You know? But that was that, man. Like that that was crazy. It definitely was. But the fake black outrage, we us as a us as a race, we gotta cut that shit out, man. Like we can't be sitting here because what I notice is it's like that boondocks episode when the chair gets thrown and then the riot starts like nobody knows why anything just occurs just, there's a bunch of tension and then the chair gets thrown and it sets everything off so it's like um all you need is that one person it can be anybody it can be a celebrity it could be like one of them social influencers anybody with people's attention all they got to do is sit there and convey a certain message in a certain um frame it a certain way and watch the hive minds of people they're all gonna adapt that same mentality that same vitriol that same aggression don't even understand what they mad at they go fuck that shit they're wrong how do i know i was talking to my friends about it some of them Willfully didn't want to know what, what the real was. Like, no, fuck it. It's just wrong that she's a black she's a black girl with fucking red hair or orange hair or whatever and long nails and they don't like it and they don't want her competing. I said she been competing this whole time with that shit. What was the problem then? They ain't seen nothing about that two weeks ago. Hell last month. What's the problem now? Oh, uh, well she smokes weed and then Okay, well she smokes some weed. She wasn't supposed to do that. But, you know, her mom died. So, oh, that's unfortunate that her mom passed. But still, she shouldn't have been smoking weed. Ah, you just don't get it. You don't understand. No. Her mom died. She should be able to smoke some weed. Yeah, she absolutely should if she was not an Olympian. You representing... See my, and here's another thing, right? I'm just gonna go on on this level right here for y'all. 
I'm not trying to put the girl down or nothing because, like, like I said, I actually applaud her owning up to her shit, whatever, whatever it was. She could have crashed the car to ten people. So you know what? I fucked up. I give her the same respect then as I'm doing now. The young lady. Young ladies, she's better than some of these adults, man. That's all I can say about that, man. It's just, it's just weird. It's just weird. It's just fucking weird. Like, you really got parents out here. No. No. But this, but that. Those circumstances don't matter. Right? Like, yeah, we all, we all sympathize with the fact that Shorty lost her parent, man. Her mom. Like, that shit hurts. That shit hurts. But, like she said, she owned up to it. She ain't making no fucking excuses. So neither should y'all. That's what hindsight. <sighs> if you feel a way about what happened with the, with the girl, you need to look in the mirror and check yourself because it's not that serious. We don't need to be jumping up, ringing the bell of racism every time something happens, even when it's our fault. Because honestly, it was Shorty's fault. We didn't have to make a mountain out of a molehill per se. Cause we probably did more harm than good. I mean maybe homegirl sitting at home right now like, well damn, if everybody wasn't on my dick, part of my French. And talking about it and trying to stand up and stick up for me, maybe these people would have just let me sit in my house for 30 days and then go compete. The way I was gonna do before all of this. That was crazy. It's fake black outrage. It's got to end, man. It's got to end. Like, I'm so tired of hearing that this wouldn't happen if it was white people or if this if like if it was white if they was white. I'm yo. I'm over it. I'm only I only care about that when it pertains to murders of innocent people. And things of that nature, like, like those kind of crimes, heinous crimes. This shit here, I can give two fucks about. Y'all should too. I'll be right back. All right, so moving right along, right? Um, like I said earlier in the earlier segment, I would rather have 60, 60 to 70% information on a topic. In order for me to speak on it, rather than have no information, right? And just be bumping my gums or flying off at the handle. Which brings me to my next topic. Captain Jack, Stephen Jackson. Former NBA player, NBA champion. It's starting to look like this man's um trying to find battles to fight these days. Like, um, for those of you who don't know who Steven Jackson is, Captain Jack, Stack 5. He's, um, he's the guy that led the charge for the George Floyd protest when everything broke last year with George Floyd. He's the ex-NBA player who knew George Floyd, palled around with him. He, um, excuse me, guys. Like I said, that goddamn runs. 
Well, Steven Jackson, um, he's been in the media lately for all sorts of fuckery. And before I go there, I'm going to say, I, I, I kind of like the guy, man. Like, he's a cool guy. He seems like a cool guy. He does something he does too much. Like, you know, the super tough motherfuckers. They always got to be the toughest nigga in the room. Or the realest nigga in the room. But, um, Captain Jack put his foot in his mouth this week, right? Because he was out here caping. Now, what he did was kind of asinine of him because he jumped out and spoke on some things that he had zero knowledge on, it sounds like. Because as I'm recording this right now, I probably got about 40% information on this, so I'm not going to lie to you guys. I just told you I would like to have 60 to 70%, but at this moment, I think I have about 40. But this 40 is sufficient for what I'm about to speak on. Peep Captain Jack, right? Earlier this weekend, well, over the weekend, something like that. ESPN analyst Rachel Nichols was um, secretly recorded. I would say secretly recorded. Speaking on um, her job being taken away from her and given to um, a young black female. Maria Taylor, I believe her name is. So, Rachel Nichols casually implied that um, this hire was a diversity hire due to the pressures of the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, mind you, this all happened last year, but it's all surfacing this year. It's all resurfacing. Make it a mountain out of molehill. So, um, Rachel drops like that that happens. Steven Jackson immediately takes his big big tooth ass on fucking Instagram live and he has to be the what as he called it? The face of equality. So he goes up there, he says a bunch of shit that he ain't got no knowledge of. Like the man was saying that it was Rachel's job. The man was saying that um Maria Taylor's hiring was a sympathy hire. Like he said a bunch of wild shit, right? Then he came back a little bit later and apologized for most of that crazy shit he said. But then he doubled down with Big on Big, I believe yesterday or today. So like I said, the man didn't he didn't he didn't have his facts straight, right? He said the show was Rachel's. He said, um, Homegirls being hired was a sympathy hire. Mind you, the girl had the job since last fucking year. Paul, my French. Maria Teller had the job since last year. Her and Rachel Nichols splitting duties with the job. They're splitting host duties. Maria Teller's been in um, ESPN for a couple of years now. Now, I'm not too savvy on what goes on there, but I am... Smart enough to know for a woman to make it in a male-dominated profession, she has she has to have some knowledge. She has to know what she's doing. It's either that or you have connections, and that goes to Miss Nichols. 
they say she got the connections. You know, the, the mother-in-law being who she is and things of that nature. I won't say her name. You guys can go Google this stuff. But um, he gets on there. He ran some raves. He says he's Team Maria. He's Team Rachel. But everything he says supports Rachel. Doesn't support Maria. But this is the same guy last year. Just last year. Black power. Black this. Black that. Because these white folks, this white folks, that. Now, I'm going to say something else too. I'm, I'm just going to segue real quick. Because this is something that i seen about him that pissed me off. He went on the podcast... I believe it was last month or maybe two months ago. He went on Big Banks podcast, was it the Big Facts podcast. There's a snippet that I put on my Instagram. I, I tag my Instagram later. But there's a snippet in this interview where this man says, um, he looks at he turns the big bank and says, um, since the death of George Floyd, his life has done a complete 180. For the better though For the better It's brought more attention to his show Being at Old Smoke Podcast with Matt Bones I plugged y'all, cut me a check He says it's brought attention to the show It's brought more attention It's like he found a second life, right? So now he wants to be this activist And quote unquote Fucking um Face of equality you can't be an activist in the face of equality if you're sitting there telling somebody there was a sympathy higher and your friend deserves the job. Even though your friend is sitting there saying that person don't deserve the job because it's mine. Give her something else. Don't do it just because she's a black female. Now, I ain't got nothing against Rachel Nichols. I'm not hating or nothing, but I'm just saying. I think Rachel Nichols has... More of a fondness for black males than she does black females. And you can take that for whatever it's worth, but that's what I think. I think she values black men more than black women. Why? Remains to be seen. You can figure that out on your own if you want to. But for him to cap for her and then say all of this stuff about the show being Rachel's and all of this other crazy shit, he must have forgot. Who the show was created for. Because I do remember a lady by the name of Michelle Beadle. Who had that show. And then they got her old ass up out of there. And put Rachel in that spot. And then Rachel mad that it's about to happen to her. Ain't that the pot calling the kettle black? Because when they hired you. When they had Rachel in place of Michelle, I, I believe it was like an age thing. Like, Michelle didn't resonate with the younger audience or something like that. And Rachel, as I'm hearing the reports, Rachel only really has a, a rapport with, like, the older players in the league who are, like, aging out. Like, LeBron and Chris Paul and those guys. Like, I'm being told, well, I'm hearing, I ain't being told, I'm hearing that the younger generation of NBA players, i.e. Devin Booker, Spider Mitchell, and them guys, they gravitate more towards the Taylor young lady, Maria Taylor. And they say the lady is good at what she does. She's very knowledgeable, and she's even played the sport. Rachel Nichols, I don't know if she's played the sport. I have no idea, so don't get me to lying. 
but Steven Jackson Kate for his friend. Which you know, you can't really not because that's his friend, Rachel. But at the same time, you're coming from a place where you don't have the facts, bro. Or if you do, your mouth is faster than your brain and your mouth is just spewing out shit that your brain ain't authorized. So he says that shit. Then he comes back. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. They eat some half ass apology shit. But I'm just sitting there looking and the only thing I could think about is like this is all I'm this is the only vibe that I'm getting from Steven Jackson at this moment. He is thirsty. He is hungry. He's Fighting at the chomp to find something else to fight for. He wants something to fight for so bad because he fought for George Floyd and he's seen how that turned out. I think he's fucking addicted to this shit now. Same way he's addicted to the fucking attention because I don't know if y'all noticed. Every time something happens, that man gets on his Instagram live and speaks on it. And he always acting like he know what he's talking about. He leaves a whole lot of blank spaces on that page. He don't be knowing what he's talking about half the time. He talking out of anger and frustration, in my opinion. Because Rachel deserved that job. Well, the job was created for somebody else. And when somebody else had a situation, they got bored out. And then they gave your homegirl that person's job. Now, they want your homegirl to share the job. And she don't want to share the job. That don't make no sense. That makes sense to you? It don't make sense to me. Rachel got two jobs. She's the jump and the countdown. The jump is like hers, right? The countdown was Michelle Beatles. So now Maria Taylor gets it and you're upset. You still have a job. But now they um removed her from doing the finals or whatever. She just gets to do the jump now. And she gave some whack-ass fucking apology, you know. Then she even had Richard Jefferson and Kendrick Perkins basically apologizing for her shit, too. And, you know, she ain't never racist to me. That was some suck. Oh, man. It's getting bad over there, ESPN. That was some sucker shit. But for Steven Jackson, that motherfucker pissed me off, man. He pissed me off when he said that shit about how that the death of George Floyd helped his career, basically. He's making money now. And all that other shit. So like I said, he looked like a fucking ambulance chaser now. But now you're trying to jump behind any fucking thing, jump in front of anything. I'm the voice of this. I'm a speaker for that. Somebody told me a long time ago. Just because you know some shit don't mean you need to say some shit. Right? So even if you had the knowledge, don't mean you even got to share it. Mind you, this motherfucker ain't got the knowledge and he's trying to share the shit he don't know. Not one time did he mention anything about Michelle Beadle having that show. He, like, if you if you listened to him and didn't know anything, you, you would believe that somebody at ESPN created this show for Rachel Nichols and it was her show and then they decided to backstab her and for a diversity hire bringing this young lady. No, there was a female there before both of those females who the show was actually created for. And I kind of feel like, personally, I feel like Michelle Beadle was threatened by a younger female. I wouldn't give a fuck if the bitch was pink, right? But 
as I'm hearing the reports, Rhea Taylor's good at her job. She's very knowledgeable. And the players like her. And she's younger. Those are all things that are threatening my job if I was an older, middle-aged woman. Right? Then they got the whole thing about Maria wanting um, Stephen Smith money or something like that. I I didn't really delve into that part, so I'm not going to speak on it too tough. I just heard something about... There was a report that the girl said she wanted more money. And I'm hearing this... It's it's a mess over there. It's a whole shit show. But I'm just saying, Stephen Jackson got to stop the capping. He come capping Jack. (laughs) Carcino been smoking him. I've been watching the Carcino videos. He been smoking him. But um, yeah, man, like Stephen Jack, you got to slow down, bro. You just got to relax. Stop shooting your lips off, man. I know, I know, you got them soup coolers, bro. But stop shooting them shits off like that Because sometimes you just sound crazy Or at least wait till you got all the facts Or at least wait till you even calm down Because sometimes you just look like you're so hyper To get back in front of that camera and say some shit Like we understand You in your second life right now You had your first life already You played your ball You made your money But now you're sitting out here in your second life And your second life was looking kind of messy bro and I'm just going to explain why real quick. So, Captain Jack, hopefully you hear this part right here one day or whatever. Bro, I listened to you in that Big Bank podcast. I watched you sound like an activist. I watched you sound like a thug. I watched you sound like a man of Allah. Which one are you? I mean, it's cool to try to be all those things, but which one are you? Because you, you're a walking contradiction. I even seen that little video of you in the restaurant with the other little young men who you lead into the hell fight with the fuck shit. You sit as you has you has a little Muslim shit on. You talking to yeah, we ain't looking for no problems, but I got it on me and I keep it on me. You patch aside and shit like that, and then you say yeah, my young boys got it on them too. But y'all wearing your little Muslim shit. You're supposed to be on your Muslim shit, but you're talking about anybody running up on you getting smoked. Where this thug shit coming from when you're trying to be a man of Allah? That's the part that, that's bugging me out right now. That part is fucking me up. And then you sitting there lying. Oh, yeah, you know, I don't smoke weed no more. I just put the blunt down and picked up the Quran. Who you think you bullshitting, bro? You one of them weed smoking Muslims just like the other motherfuckers I know in Philadelphia. You ain't shit nobody. You're only fooling yourself. You look confused out here, son. You looking confused, bro. And like I said, at one point I had major love for you, bro. I was following you on Instagram and all of this shit. But ever since this George Floyd shit, I don't know what happened to you. It seemed like you chasing fame and attention at this point. Jumping on every little fucking story that got to do with anybody at ESPN or fucking Fox Sports or whatever. You want to attach your name to that shit? Leave it alone. Didn't you say you got the biggest podcast? Podcasting? You're a big podcaster now. Didn't you say that? So why you worried about all this attention for this other shit? Oh, I get it. My bad. You said it. It's brought attention to your show. 
Come on, Joe. You got you got to do better than that, Joe. I'm gonna call you Joe from now on. Ain't, ain't that what they call me? Be more when they. Yeah, I'm gonna call you Joe from now on because you a Joe. You a joke. Joke. Shit is crazy. So like you like I'm I'm really watching you. Like here's my timeline of you from from my recollection. George Floyd shit happened. Yeah, I felt bad. I felt bad like a motherfucker for you, bro. Like I felt like I lost one of my peoples when I saw the way you was reacting to that shit. I saw the fight for George Floyd. I, I was very proud of you. Very proud. After that, I kind I kind of fell back a little bit, a little bit. I wasn't seeing you too tough. I was seeing all the the Tamika Mallory's and the My Songs and seeing a bunch of them fucking jokers out there. So I was kind of happy I wasn't seeing you palling around with them because they full of shit. And then um, you resurfaced and you started talking. With this fake activist shit. And then when people come for your ass, you popped up with a fucking Quran and a Kufi. Talking about you Muslim now. I guess you didn't like all the heat you was catching for being asleep on your goddamn podcast. Like, like, is you and Matt Bond smoking the same weed? Because he be looking a little more alert and attentive than you. And you dead be sitting there looking like a stupid motherfucker. Like, no offense. But that's how you be looking, bro. You be sitting there looking like, like, like you don't belong. Matt is carrying you on that show. I don't know if you know it, but we know it. Matt Bonds is that show. He's carrying you. You just sit there and say the dumbest shit with your emotional ass. And be sitting there looking high. But you know you... Muslim now You got your Quran You got your Kufis and Dashis and shit You know Little designer Dashis They match Jordans Yeah You still holding on to that worldly shit But you claim you're a man of um Man of um Allah Piss me off this week Jack Stop jumping out the window bro Please Just stop jumping out the window I don't hate you I got no animosity towards you. I just had to pull your coat, tell him hip you to this. Cause man, you're looking ugly out here, bro. You're looking ugly out here. And like I said, you really, really pissed me off with that big bank podcast. You said that shit about benefiting off the death of your man. After you just said you wasn't trying to benefit from the death of your man. <sighs> Fork tongue devil, boy. Fork tongue devil. But that's just my take on Stephen Jack and what he been doing lately, man. He been he been out here doing too much. Somebody got to stop that man from being an asshole to, to himself and his community. Like you're not gonna sit there and say you for both those women, but only speak up for one of those women. But we get it. That's the woman that put you in the game, got you your second life with this fucking um reporter shit and everything for what. ESPN to Fox Sports And then you sitting there saying fuck ESPN You know you ain't never going back there right You better You better hope Skip And Uncle Shay Shay Can provide you with a check And um Charlemagne my bad forgot about Charlemagne But um Talking all that shit About that podcast man like 
This is, I guess it's a cool podcast, but I haven't really watched it too much. So I don't know. I'm a reserve judgment. But I'm just saying, Jack, use a whole bozo for the shit you've been doing lately, bro. You parents, y'all got to shape up. Get these fucking kids in shape, man, because they out here bugging the fuck out too. And the Shikari shit, they got to chill out, man. It was only 30 goddamn days. The girl was going to be good, but y'all made a mountain out of Mohill. Now she won't even be performing in 30 fucking days. So we'll see how that works out for her. But I am your host, Leek. This has been another episode of the Treetop Tour Podcast. Thanks for hanging and rocking with me. I'll check out you guys next time.